Okay. It's been a while. My hands are cold. I gotta sit on them. Hey, everybody. My name is Mike. What? <laughs> no, I'll sit on my hands. Thank you. Well, do mine too, then. Okay. Oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Film Photography Podcast. My name is Mike Rosso. I'm here in the studio with John Fideli. Hey, now. John. John Fideli. Okay, John Fideli. Mark Dalzell. Oh, my God. Hey. And uh, welcome to the new year. Yes. Happy two year. Very exciting. First of all, welcome to the folks that are listening. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you are uh, been with us for a very long time, it's very uh it's very. Uh, it's nice to see you again. Yes, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to know that you're there. Yes. You need uh, help with your coffee? You got it? No, I got it. Um, today's coffee is sponsored by our good friend and fellow shooter, Doug Golopsky. Am I pronouncing that right, Doug? Doug is a shooter. We met him. You may not have met him. The Darkroom Padea event in oh. San Clemente. Yes. And a uh, longtime FPP listener, and now a, f- a movie shooter, filmmaking, movie him. making, using film. And Just Doug sent us a big package over the holidays, and one of the contents, I mean, it was, j- was chock a block. Mm. You had Column. The Column coffee. This is a triple shot draft latte. So I haven't, dr- I haven't sipped this yet. So you folks don't have not heard oh, nothing no. yet. But it has like it has like a red wax top on it, like Maker's Mark. Yeah, is that a wax top? Yes. Well, Mike, Mike is on the uh, launching Plastic. pad. It's gonna be like the you know the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, just gonna start spinning out of control. <laughs> Open up the box. All this stuff was in there. It was um, bubbly seltzer water. Oh, uh, bubbly. My daughter likes that. The Michael cologne bubbly. coffee. And Doug, I think we also have the box. I That's think nice. you sent. Did you send these? I want a, a box of Dove. It's a box of candy. It looks like a Kleenex box. It does. I also want to thank um, our good friend uh, Joby. You guys remember Joby? Yeah, Joby. Kenobi, his. Right? Uh, I want to thank everyone that sent us uh, pack, you know, packages over the holidays of you know drinks and you know tasty treats. It's uh, very, very appreciated. On today's show, we are. There's a lot to discuss. We're going to be talking about uh, new Kodak Ektachrome. I'm going to be talking about movie film. I'm going to talk briefly about what was Kodak Kodachrome. I really feel like it's a whole new generation of film shooters. Oh, no doubt. Because all of the correspondence I see online on the various social media platforms, folks are asking very fresh questions. Hey, how can I shoot Kodachrome? We're also going to be talking about some Kickstarters. We're going to be talking about, is it the Norman M. Dean pack camera conversion norman yes analog nmd oh yes is the name of his fancy and do you, are you doing a camera review no not today okay that's fine we have plenty we have plenty to discuss yeah i think so let's open it up really quick uh, oh talk- there he is right there norman md talking about gifts uh this is a small package that came from a uh, tim massey merry christmas happy ho- this is from like a week and a half ago. This is incredible. You are on top of things. Yeah, I am. I think last show we read a letter from 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and a happy new year. I just wanted to send a quick note of thanks on the many wonderful years of the podcast. While I've only met Mike and John in person, I feel like you make an appearance on my trip to and from work when a new episode comes out. You all have been an inspiration in many areas of my photographic journey, but most importantly, in just doing it because I love it. Not for glory or fame. All of that fades away. 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Many blessings to you all. Sincerely, Tim Massey. Instagram CTW photo. See, people are giving Instagrams instead of Flickers now. That's right. P.S. The chocolates are specifically for Leslie, but she is, of course, welcome to share, who mentioned something in a post long ago about wanting something similar. I tried looking then, but couldn't find exactly what she mentioned. It's stuck in my mind ever since. Enjoy. We're going to eat them, right? No, you know, since we have so many treats here, I'm going to send these to Leslie from Tim. Yeah, sure you are. I'm going to send the message with it. You're going to eat them. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to be very good about this. All right. It's, um, the sa- it's the same acronym, but this is the same guy, right? You're sure? Oh, yes. Same okay. guy. Okay. We sent out uh, two fleets of cameras. Uh, one went over to uh, Rainer Turum over at Bard College. Uh, he has a, a nice package of cameras. And we also now sent... Now he does. Yes, he does. Two... Uh, Christopher Wazinski. Hey, Christopher, I think I'm friends with you on Facebook. I think it was like your birthday like last week or two weeks ago. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> we sent uh, 30 plus cameras to Christopher, and they're going to be used at the Lapeer High School in Lapeer, Michigan. Lapeer. So hats off to those students, to these instructors and those students, and uh, we're working on a bunch of blogs of, um, you know, the cameras are out there, and we're working with those professors, teachers, to kind of fill us in on what's going on with those students, which is always very exciting. Mm-hmm. Doug, I can't tell you. You know what? This show, it's just like Romper Room. They, dedicate, they didn't dedicate shows. They just used the mirror, right? The beginning. She, yeah. She'd uh, just list a bunch of names. Romper Bomper, Stomper Boo, Tell Me, Tell Me, Tell Me Do. Magic Mirror, Tell Me Today, Did All My Friends Have Fun at Play? All my friends had fun today. I see Pat, she's having a special day today, and so is Maureen. And Joanne's having a special day. And I see David and Derek and Stacy. And there's Carly and Marky and Jared. And I see Tiffany and Gary and Jamal. And there's Kevin and Roy. <laughs> I think uh, Sesame Street would be this. This show is sponsored by the number two. (laughs) Ew. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Two. 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 This show is dedicated. <laughs> this show is dedicated to Doug Golopsky. Not only did yeah, he send that not? big package, yeah. he also sent a cash donation to the FBI. He did not. He did. That's awesome. He did. We we don't often actively solicit cash donations. We should have a fundraiser. But you know, um, the we project is a true project. Whereas everything that comes in the door from the online store is used for research and development of new products. So sending a donation really helps kind of like us get through the day, which mm-hmm. is ordering pizzas. You know, <laughs> well, you got to eat. Keeping the lights on, man. Yeah. The daily grind of ordering pizzas. Keeping the dark room dark. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's all Keeping the lights of, off in the dark, dark room. side dark and the light side light. Yeah. Well, I mean, just operations and heat. Well, I can't, I can't say too much about the heat. There's no heat. There's no heat. 
Uh, but just keeping things going, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. John and I are sitting on each other's hands. Exactly. So uh, very That's quickly, um, regarding research and development, we're, we're doing a special arrangement, a special order with Eastman Kodak. This is Eastman Kodak, Rochester, New York. And I'm very excited about this. We're purchasing uh, unperforated 16-millimeter film mm-hmm. for, the, for, for a two-prong purpose. Can we talk about this last time? Brief, no, maybe, but now it's in. in now it's happening. It's, now it's a happening. Okay. This 16 millimeter unperfed film will be perfing the film for double eight film. You know, double eight. eight. It's movie film. Mm-hmm. Yes, been, sir. It's not the cat's not out of the bag yet. We're going to release a press release. We have had double uh, eight film available in 50D. Wow, that's color crazy. negative, which looks beautiful. That's crazy, dude. Did you see the film that John shot? At your crab fest on the 50D double eight? No. Not a fan of his work. Double <laughs> <laughs> uh, X black and white film, yep. which uh, we sell as uh, a negative film, 200 ISO, Two or through our special in house developing process. Special. You, you could shoot it as a reversal at 50 ISO and oh. have a positive film that you could look through a projector. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. But most people have been asking about, hey, Will you? <laughs> hey, wait, can I ask you? Uh, uh, speaking of projector, I bought a projector. Oh, that's nice. Is this cool? It's an old 16 millimeter with sound. Is that a cool thing? That's a very cool thing. Oh, okay, good. That's what I thought. So if you have a 16 millimeter sound projector, now you can go on eBay and you could buy like Mayberry RFD episode. That's exactly what I wanted to get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, strange. Yeah, you can get episodes of shows. Huh. What um, shows? If you'd happen to do that, if you put away your tablet or your television and you find yourself sitting in your living room projecting old 1960s TV shows, mm-hmm. if you see any commercials for film-related material, wow. can you let me know? Wow, sure. I like to scan them. What is what does the show go for? I'll, I'll shoot them on my I'll, I'll shoot them on my phone and Dropbox. Them if you go <laughs> to the 16 millimeter forum online, yeah, you will. Find, that's like a people just trade buy trade. Oh. Uh, uh, old shows do not cost a lot of money, like twenty buck. Uh, I mean, under a hundred dollars. Hmm. Yep, for one show, you can start your own TV station. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a million dollars at that rate, no, you could just get the projector. Hundred dollars an episode, and then do a live YouTube stream <laughs> from the screen. <laughs> With my shadow in the bottom of it, like Mystery Science Theater. That's right. That'd be great. But people have been asking regarding double eight film, uh, Kodak Ektachrome. A color positive film that you could project in a projector. It's a favorite. It's available in Super 8. It's available in 16 millimeter, but it's not available in double eight because no one's making double eight. Nope. But the FPP. Not anymore. The FPP is making double eight, and I'm very, very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most exciting things are these little cameras. They're well, 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 well under $100. Yes. <laughs> $10. Well under $15. You can get a Kodak Brownie for $5. Mm-hmm. If you go to garage sales or car boot sales, you can probably find them. Uh, as a matter of fact, our good friend Darren Ballard Riley, yeah. he found a camera, and he shot his uh, first um, test. It's called Walking the Dog. Oh, I didn't see it. Becky is walking uh, Darren's mom's dog. Is it on, is it on Vimeo? or uh, It's on YouTube. Dog 
So the dual purpose of sprocketless, sprocketless. perfless 16mm film Wait is... Wait a minute. Sprocketless? Yes. It's no good. Unsprocket. It is, if you recall, a year or so ago, uh, we were all crazy about Minolta 16. Mm-hmm. Mad. Insane. Minolta 16. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mark's not remembering so far. I remember. I love the Mold 16s. I have like six of them. So, I mean, everything's kind of a tie-in. Everything's exciting. Everything's like a meld. It's like a meld. Like, yeah. here is the 20th century camera reels that we talked about. The 20th, 20th century, century camera, camera reels. reels. So, we reviewed this on the last show, myself, yes. John, and Matt Marash. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way. Uh, what show? This is a real to use in a three-reel tank to develop 4x5 film. I see that. It's really cool. No pun intended. Oh. 20th Century Camera is run by Jeff Perry. So Jeff sent these to us to test. It got a glowing review. The FPP is now going to be stocking the FPP edition Whoa. of a 4x5 reel that allows you, I believe, mm-hmm. to, sh- to um, develop four sheets of 4x5. Yes. In a three-reel tank. Yes. So Jeff printed How these. many sheets? Four. Four sheets of four by five in a three-reel tank. Got it. Okay, a lot of numbers. One, two, three, four, maybe five. Oh, wait. Oh, look at that. It tells you. Directions. Stoops. Oh, this is just how to load. So follow, follow along here, folks. If you have any questions, anytime... Ask podcast more. podcast of film photography project dot com. You go good. People got to write in like I have no idea. I tuned into the show. I didn't know what's going on. I still don't know what's going on. What's going on? What is going on? All this is, is caused by UFOs. So this is this reel develops four by five film in a three reel Patterson tank. Yes, you've said that. Twentieth century camera makes it. Yes, Jeff Perry. Yes, Steve's brother. Jeff is going to be making a version of this for FPP that we're going to be carrying in the store. In that color? Black. Oh, black. Yep. I like the yellow. I got to say. Okay, whatever. Designer colors. I don't like the yellow. You don't don't like like the yellow? yellow. Things should be black. If you're developing film, it should be black. I guess so. I like green. Technically speaking, it should be black. I communicated with Jeff. I said, hey, Jeff, you know, I'm working on this project to bring back Minolta 16 film. Yeah. And I have the film portion of the problem solved. Okay. But as you recall, Mark Dalzell, remember, like, no one has the cartridges. I have them. How many you got? I don't know, like eight. <laughs> he, oh, he has everything. They're Why sealed. are you surprised? It's fresh Pan X from 1982. Why are you surprised? So Jeff is looking into right now, fingers crossed we can get this accomplished, into uh, 3D printing Minolta 16 cartridges exclusively for the FPP. Wow. So it's very exciting because um, people who own Minolta 16 cameras will want to um, shoot Ektachrome. Yeah, for sure. Ektachrome, 50D daylight, double X. Double X. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Why, why, why do you say that? Why would people want to shoot Ektachrome? Because people love Ektachrome. Oh, I didn't know if there was a specific reason. Right, like know. when I'm shooting sub-miniature, I would want to shoot the finest grain thing I could think of. So that's what I would look for. Well, um, you could um, take that Ektachrome, essentially a 110-sized image, mm. and on eBay or whatever, there used to be a mount, a slide mount, that took one, oh, the 110 image. So you could buy a slide 
um, a slide that you can fit your. Oh, own. you just mean why would I want a positive? I just mean why Ectochrome in particular. Yeah. But no, oh, I got you. Folks are crazy for Ectochrome. Yeah, and this is a great segue. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard over the holiday, uh, Kodak dropped a bomb. No, releasing Kodak Ectochrome in <clears> one twenty. <throat> Really? <laughs> really? In four by five. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. People wow, really? went nuts. When are you carrying it? Uh, we've been taking pre-orders since December. Oh, no shiz. Yeah. Well, i got to get in on that. You I do. can't afford it. Okay. Yeah, well, how much is a <laughs> roll five. for? Of uh, 120 10 buck? 10 buck? Oh. Yeah, FPP best prices. The four by five, I'd love to get some of the four by five. FPP number one. Four by five slides. It would be, be amazing. You'd be able to take a slide and like put it in like a window yeah. of your house. Oh, that would be cool. That would be. Well, I've seen cool. eight by ten slides, which are incredible. Incredible from from Tenmark. I've seen like. Oh yeah. It looks like a stained glass window. Anyway, go ahead. Let's read a letter. Mail's in. All right, let's re- read a letter of love. There's a letter from Jeffrey L. Davis. Uh, his Flickr name is Seymour, S-E-E-M-O-R-E, 43147. It says, hello, I'm learning classic camera repair and I'm looking for no working classic film cameras from 1950s through 1980s to practice on. I will pay shipping to me and return to you via donation repaired working cameras, Mike. This is a match made in heaven. Models such as Minolta SRT, X-Series, Canon FTB and others from that series, Pentex Pre-ME, Olympus, OM series, just about anything that is not digital or computer. Canon T-series is fine. Uh, so if anybody has any of these cameras that I just mentioned that are busted. Mike, do you, don't you have a collection of Canon T-series cameras which that are we may busted? Have. He's in Zanesville, Ohio. Unless he's in Finsley, I don't Ohio. know the geography. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe they could meet at a Walmart or something around the corner. No, no. He's going to pay for the shipping. At the Pygmy oh, Wiggly. <clears throat> well, it may be close. Who knows? Good on you, Jeffrey. Very good. Next letter. Uh, greetings from Oxford, Uck. No, this is from Dean. Dean Ryan. Sorry, I forgot to mention. Uh, greetings from Oxford, Uck. I thought you might be interested in hearing about my latest project. Alongside my enduring passion for film photography, I'm also involved in a music project called Transmission, Transmission from Nowhere. From nowhere. <laughs> We've just recorded our first long player with no small influence from New Jersey's finest, the Smooth Sailors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you give them a quick, sh- short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Well, 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 what? We'll uh, make that judgment. Um, so, anyways, if you want to listen to it, guys, it's uh, at transmissionfromnowhere.com backslash tfn hyphen sampler dot html. Go check. Go check it out, Mark D. Listen to this, right? Mm. Okay, this guy. Yeah. Who me or this guy? No, that guy. What's this guy name? in the letter? Dean. Dean. He was so inspired by hearing smooth sailors that he did his own experimental thing. Alan's going for the chips. Where's the salsa? Over on the that's other amazing. side of the pond. Well, we know, we know how that's going to go down. <laughs> well, if it's anything like the Smooth Sailors, it would be good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, I got one more from Bill Van Dyke. Okay. 
He says, it's pronounced like the actor or that old painter. Bill? Bill Van Dyke, his last name. Oh, Van Dyke. Listen, folks, oh, really. taking off. Here he goes. Here we go. No, no, this is important. <laughs> you know goes. what really grinds my you gears? You know what's a, like, you don't know what you're missing by not having a desktop computer. Mm. It is so luxurious. It is so beautiful. It's a, like a widescreen phone. Giant screen, you get to type with buttons. <laughs> it's like a phone, but you can't use it to call anybody, and you have a keyboard, a full keyboard. I can get phone calls on my, on my computer. Really? I can answer phone calls on my computer. I don't I'm know just, if I can make them from because it. Because I feel that when Nigerian I talk to people princes. online, you know, communicating, I don't even know if people are using Google anymore. Mm. Are they? The Google. Yeah, I think so. It's mostly Instagram now. I don't really know. So if you hear anything on the show, what show? Like Dick Van Dyke, Kurt Douglas, Google these folks. You'll find their their whole, you know, their, Eli Wallach. You'll, <laughs> you'll find their filmography. Yes, and then you can go on like Netflix, Amazon. The whole world will open up to you. Yeah, and you'll find these movies these people were in, and you'll mm. be like, you'll be dumbfounded. Did you know? Speaking of Van Dyke. That Kirk Douglas p- played uh, Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> really? Yes, he Van did. Van Gogh, Van Dyke. It's I'm going to Instagram that later. He huh? did. It's he called did. Passion for Life or something like Lust that. Lust for Life. Lust for Life, yes. He popped in a song. He did. Not for the movie. Exactly. Lust for Life. He played Vincent Van Gogh. And John Wayne <sighs> called him uh, you know, uh, an indelicate name because he was doing that role. Really? Because Kirk Douglas was like a man. Like he was like making John Wayne type movies, you know, always with his shirt off, Spartacus and, you know, gangster films and stuff. Now he wanted to make this serious film about Vincent Van Gogh. And John Wayne called him, a, you know, the word that starts with that. You know, John Wayne in the 70s, uh, yeah. you know, popularity of, of um, Dirty Harry. McHugh. No, no, he's Brannigan. Brannigan and McHugh. Those oh, are, he's McHugh. There's, he was two of them. There's a movie, I think it's on either Amazon or Netflix, Brannigan. Yeah. It takes place in London. Oh, my God. So basically, John Wayne is this cop that, that goes to London to kick ass. The Duke is back. John Wayne is Brannigan. Knock, knock. You got no room! A tough Chicago detective who's pounding a brand new beat. Brannigan! You're a public menace. I told you I wanted that big Irish wasted. Police, son, follow that car. Can I read this letter? Hey, man, I want to thank... We got a letter from Dick Van Dyke. This this show's sponsored by Doug. (laughs) And I want to tell you, Doug, I am so high... So whacked. ...on triple shot draft latte. How is that legal? It's foamy, nitrous-infused milk. It's a cold brew. Milk? 70 proof? Three (laughs) shots... This this bottle... Can... (laughs) Is the equivalent of three shots of espresso. Jesus. So, yeah, continue, John. You sure? You're going to be able to but keep... But it's the size of six shots of espresso. They, f- they foam it up. Hold um, your hand out. No, like this. But that's, that's a shooting sca- hand. It's pretty, it's pretty steady. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, this man. This is my shooting hand. Oh, um, now I want to watch Blazing Saddles. Oh, there you go. Okay, See? go read the letter. All right, so it's from Dick Van Dyke, and he says, Hey, <laughs> can you move that damn... Tough it out of the way so I keep falling. Ottoman, that's what it is. What did I call it? Tough it? Tough it. <laughs> You're thinking a little Miss Muffet. That's I a am. different thing. That's a totally different thing. Uh, hey, let me start by saying thank you all for providing such an informative and enjoyable podcast, except for Mark. 
Oh. No, I put that last bit in. Oh. <clears throat> I'm a retired airline pilot that received his first camera at the age of seven, a brand mm-hmm. new Kodak Hawkeye, and have not been without one since. There was always a small camera in my flight case while flying. I guess it comes from growing up with a mom working for Kodak. Wow. Didn't you read this letter? Already? And a dad with a dark room in the basement. No? Okay. You are. Not just, while I was here. You're living in the future. Yeah, I heard it. I am so infused oh with caffeine that I heard him read the letter in the future, and yes. I'm also in the present. I can yes. see through time. <laughs> I can hear through time. Uh, I recently bought a 100-foot roll of Double X from the FPP store, and have to say the service was great. Yes. Now to the point. Darn you, Rasso. <laughs> I've never been enamored by Polaroid or any other instant film, and listening to your obsession with it would drive me crazy. Me too, buddy. Uh, I couldn't wait for someone at the table to bring the conversation back to real film and cameras, but you win. You finally piqued my curiosity, so today I bought a Polaroid 1 600 Pro and an Instax Mini. Instax Mini. You know what I said, John? What's a Polaroid 1? Oh, one step. Polaroid 1... Oh, the Pro. 600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah right. That's okay. into one of the newest. Ones. I was just thinking 1600. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, Thank you again for the great podcasts. Have listened to them all and look forward to the next. Wow. That's a lot of podcasts. Thanks, Bill. Drink Come some on. of this coffee shot. You can hear this one before it airs. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by your sponsor, Doug. <laughs> So, Bill from Gold Canyon, in Gold Canyon, Arizona. Nice. Thanks, Bill. We'll save that one for later. Uh, whatever. You're the, you're the boss. Okay. Special one. Let's talk about the Kickstarter that we missed. Yeah. Sure. Uh, technically, like it was where like, we are living in the past, we haven't missed it yet because it actually ends today. I think it ended yesterday. No. It ends tonight at 9 p.m. Oh. Well, no, well this what is, do you mean? This is this airing on the 15th. So. All, I'm saying, is, all okay. I'm saying is it's technically still going on. Okay. While we're, t- while we're sitting here, but yeah. when I mean, this airs... Say, if you want to no. jump in on it. Okay, well, let me hear about it first. Let me tell you about it. All right, tell me. Cameradactyl. Well, you've got a Cameradactyl sitting over Who's there. Who's the guy who's sitting right there? I remember that guy. Oh, okay. He was great. He had the pleasant face. He was such a happy guy. <laughs> that was me. That he had that a no. Me. He had a nice smile the whole time. He was... What a grand guy. Okay. Lovely man, who as is they that? say. Ethan Moses. Oh, Ethan Moses. Oh, that guy. He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Ethan's <laughs> awesome, man. So, yeah. Cameradactyl's Ethan Moses... Um, did a Kickstarter, which just ended a few days ago to people who are listening, but ends in like eight hours for us. Um, called, he's got this 35 millimeter 3D printed camera called the, I'm guessing, Bronco Pan. Branco Pan. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Branco Pan. Branco Pan. It's a 3D printed 35 millimeter camera that uses uh, Mamiya press lenses on mm-hmm. the front. And what he's been doing is he's been printing these cameras assembling them and selling them all over the world but he says it's taking up so much of his time to actually build these cameras and sell them that what he's decided to do is to generate some more income so he can do more R&D to develop new cameras he has started a Kickstarter to basically sell the files Mm -hmm. so he's actually selling the STL files that you can print on your home everyone's got a you know 3D printer in their kitchen now do you have one? no you can print one uh, or well, you know, take are, it to. Aren't your... there places where you could like give them money to print shit? Or yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, like uh, like most town libraries now have three D printers. You can go down. Do they your, really? Your libra- like South Orange Library has three D printers for free. I don't. Or yeah. you got to pay for the yeah. like. Material. You probably have to pay for the material, yeah. but so yeah, he says you can print this camera. It's a, I don't. I, mean, I can't show you a picture on the podcast, but you can Google it or Instagram it. Um, it's a pretty solid. It's a cool looking 
35 millimeter camera, fully functional. It's got like frame stops and frame counters, and it's got two cold shoes on it, and it looks like a pretty solid little camera. The Kickstarter, it's so for one dollar. It's pledge, a camera body. The camera, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Mm. It's everything except the lens. You would, you would get. Um, but yeah, for a, for a dollar, you can you you know you could have gotten the STL files, and then for really? different pledge levels, he'll throw in other things that you might need mm. for it. Uh, but he was looking for twelve thousand dollars. He he closed you know fourteen thousand something. That's great. So he met his goal, and then hopefully that'll give him some free time to come up with some some new cameras. Some new new cameras. Check it out. There the, the camera has been available for a while, but now you know. So. Um, I'm guessing once the Kickstarter is over, that you can still be able to to buy the file, correct? Like, I I guess, but he's only selling the file for like a dollar anyway. But yeah, I guess what you could do would be you could you could buy the file. He's got a couple of little extra special parts that are difficult to produce. So that's the higher levels of the Kickstarter. You get those extra parts too. So for a dollar, you can have the thing and just kind of half-ass print it yourself. Or for like twenty-five or fifty dollars, um, you could have gotten the extra parts. That you won't be able right. to produce on your own, but presumably he's just going to be selling those parts on his website himself, and continuing to produce the the Bronco Pan and the. All the so other. how could someone get there? What's the easiest way to get there? Since the Kickstarter is over. Yeah, I didn't write down a, like a short a short URL for it, but if you if you it's easy enough. If you I'm sure if you Google the word Bronco Pan B R A N C O P A N. It'll pretty much be the first thing that pops up, I would assume. Sounds like a Flintstones car. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I know. Unless there's a line of cookware called Bronco Pan. Yeah. Like you take the picture and then you open up the back and there's a little hamster inside that says, It's a living! (laughs) Stones. <laughs> and I have a funny feeling that Ethan Moses, don't you think in six months he'll be back with something else spectacular, some new... I think that's what he wants. He, sent, he said he's spending half of his time now, hmm. half of his life, building and shipping these cameras. Wow. And if he had the money to just free up the other half of his time, imagine the stuff he could come out with. Imagine oh if he God. had a 3D printed 16 millimeter movie camera. Like there's all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff that he could yeah. come out with. Oh my God. Sixty-second excitement. It's everywhere. Do you have your Polaroid color pack camera? Uh, many listeners cite the excitement I had for Polaroid, and they talk about it in present tense, even though the shows are like 2011, 2012. My excitement for Polaroid has not been ignited recently until a gentleman Mm. named Norman M. Dean sent me a correspondence and sent me a loner camera, and Mark Dalzell is going to talk about it. But it's not instant photography. I'm not into instant photography. (laughs) Not anymore. You said instant. (laughs) It isn't. Well... It's a medium. You're talking format. about Polaroid. I'm sorry. I thought you were. It's a it's a nearly defunct medium. It's a me- nearly defunct, amazing medium format camera. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the Polaroid automatic land camera. Like, I mean, we were Polaroid automatic land camera crazy, crazy. You were remember how remember you we were used to shoot like film all over the place. Remember we used to shoot like four or five packs a night knee, at the studio. I was knee deep in the the garbage from these yeah, things. There's hundreds of them. Yeah. Stu- you know. Taped to the wall at the studio. Yeah. So Fuji Film was the last producer of the color film. They discontinued it two years ago. Hi. 
remaining stock, it's uh, selling for $60 a pack or higher. Oh. So there are so many of these cameras out there. And when Norman M. Dean sent me an email saying, hey, I developed a 3D back. I don't, I don't want to let the whole cat out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag, well, Mark. I feel like it's not fair that I have to talk about it sight unseen, and you're literally holding the camera in front of you over there. But oh. I, I can talk about it as if I have no idea that you're holding one. Oh, I am holding one. I know. It's not fair. So you talk about I'll, like, turn it and stuff. Okay. Uh, so Norman M. Dean, uh, he's on Etsy as Analog, with no U, N-M-D. A-N-A-L-O-G-N-M-D. Um, N-M-D. N-M-D. N-D. M. N D M M E N M D. Well, how'd that go again? <laughs> Analog N M D. Analog Norman M, M- Dean. N M N as in pneumatic. M like mnemonic. No. Num. Hey, anyway. Yes. What are you talking? About? Norman has a very cool service. He'll convert your metal-bodied. This is important. Polaroid pack camera to accept 120 roll film. Metal-bodied means. Specifically, 100, 250, 350, 360, or 450. Just those five. Mm-hmm. Because, the way it's fabricated. Yeah, because these are friction fit backs. It has to go into the metal body. The, it, it There's slides, no latch. It slides into the body, and then you kind of lock it in. But it's just, it's not like, well, a, it's not like hinged. Before you arrived, Mark, John and I loaded this. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. That's and, great. That helps. That and helps we were holding the metal part. And the 3D back, we literally just... Had to yank it out. Just, just went, comes out. Yeah. Just comes out. So it's, that's what friction fit. It's not, it's not like hinged like the original back. It's just right. like okay. slid into the back. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, All right. So the conversion removes the original hinged back and yes. replaces it with this slick-looking uh, 3D printed back. Oh, yeah. It's that slick. fits on the original camera. The construction, if you, if you want to picture it, it's similar to like a 1920s Kodak pocket folding camera. So you've got the back, you've got the, the thumb wind, you've got right. the little red window, mm-hmm. and you just like wind, wind, wind until you see the number come up that you want. Close your little red window, mm-hmm. and then the camera will function as normal. Nice. I just took a picture using oh. the Norman M. Dean Polaroid automatic land camera converted to 120. Wow. Beautiful. If, if you've used a, an old folding Kodak or whatever, Agfa, whatever camera, it's similar to that. Uh, there are two windows on the back, depending on if you're using the supplied 6x6 or 6x9 mask, uh, which is cool. So you can get either, what is it, 12 or 8, I think mm-hmm. it is, shots per, per roll on a 6x9. Yeah. 6x9 six six is 8, yeah. Um, on the top, you've got a guitar knob. Yes. Yeah, that's what it looks I, like. It right? always bugs me when people use guitar knobs. Is on this cameras. a guitar knob? Yeah, they are. You're saying this is a guitar knob? Those are guitar knobs. That's awesome. Why does that bug you? That's nice. It bugs me. I guess because my day job is twisting those things, so it yeah. annoys me to see them on a camera. Okay. They don't fit. They don't, it's, I'm what not should complain. he have gotten on here? Well, because the camera is like a brushed sort of stand. I would get like some billet aluminum knobs. You know, that's a crank. Like, that'd be fun. No. Yeah, but impractical. Well, I'm, I'm not complaining. Because they're easy enough to just pop off and put something else on. I have a big drawer at my shop full of just knobs. Like, mm-hmm. if I had that camera, I'd put some funky old leather knobs or something weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, whatever. Right. Um, right. But otherwise, the, the construction of it is beautiful. If it wasn't, like, glaringly obvious that they're guitar knobs, it looks like a factory-made camera. This looks like a camera that Polaroid yeah. made. Oh, well done. Yeah, I mean, his printing is beautiful. It's got that nice sort of... What's that, what's that designer that did the red stripe on the Nikon F3? Like, it's got their red... 
80s, 1980s red stripe. I can't think of what that Italian designer's name is off the top of my head. Uh, Scavuccio. So what you do is you, you take a fully working camera. He doesn't fix cameras. I think, does he do the conversion for you? I'm going to, the second half of my sentence okay, is coming so right sorry. up. Go ahead. You have to send him a fully working camera to start with. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he will convert it to AAA operation, either two or three AAAs, depending on exactly which model it is. Mm-hmm. Rip off the old back and give you your new fancy friction fit back. And because of how much, how little space the film takes up, he actually, there's actually space in there to store an extra roll of film. Yes. See, I or told store, you. That's what that hole is for. I, I told you. I didn't know what it was for. I told you what it was. I said that's great, <laughs> but this is this is kind of cool. Like this is a it's small perfect. landmark in photo- photographic history. Or or you can store a shot roll of film in there. Has there ever been a camera that had light tight film storage on no. board? That's no. kind of cool. Yeah. But you, so you can shoot a roll of film, put the shot roll inside the camera, right. light tight, shoot a second roll, and yeah. not have to worry about it robbing around in your pocket or whatever. That's nice. So that, I think that's actually pretty cool. Uh, the only disclaimer he lists on the site is. As you were saying earlier, here we go. You ready? The 268 flash will not fit on it anymore yeah. with the new back. Right, right. Here it is. Right. Yep. It's too fat now. So he says that uh, he's, he's working on some sort of solution, but for now you have to use either an off-camera solution. I think the metal-bodied ones all have a tripod mount anyway, so you could put a flash bracket, bracket. on it. Yeah, just put a bracket on it. <gasps> Stupid. Where is it? Get, get one quick. The conversion is 150, 150 American dollars. I mean, the back is so beautiful. Uh, like I said, you have to send him a fully working camera. He is in Ashland, Oregon, United States, just for shipping purposes if you're in like yeah. Kuala Lumpur. Um, so he's in northwestern United States. If you want to go, you, you can look him up on Etsy as we were trying to stumble through earlier. Analog NMD is his name. Um, I also just... Because I'm talking into a microphone, I made a tiny URL that you can link right to the conversion if you want to do it right this second on your smartphone. Uh, if you go to tinyurl.com, S-C-R-K-P-A-K. You did this, Mark D? Did what? You made that tiny URL? Well, it's, it takes like three seconds, but yeah. Whoa. Because the actual link is a super long link. So tinyurl.com forward slash S-C-R-K-P-A-K, which happens to have pack in the name. but Totally worth your time. It's yeah. an awesome little thing. It's really right? beautiful. I haven't even touched it yet. I've been talking about it for 10 minutes. Mike hasn't let it out of his hands. Well, he's only got like four shots left, I think. Uh, I'm on... You took one of me, one of... Uh, uh, who's the guy back there? I'm on number four. Dave. Yeah. Four. One of you, one of Mark, one, one of, of Dave. Dave. But what you get for doing this conversion, and it's $150, what you get is a really great medium format glass Zeiss lens. that. <laughs> uh, rangefinder camera it's that beautiful. shoots in either six by six or six by nine. It's actually a really cool camera. Look at that! So that is ready to shoot, yeah. Mark. Oh, look at the way the number works. That's crazy. But you haven't you haven't advanced it. I did. I did advance. You it. know what? You've only taken three shots. Yes, that it's on number four. I, I got to get that. Okay. That, so you, you look at that. And job. you know what's amazing, folks listening at home? The fact that John. Like who that. never never got on the Polaroid automatic land camera? I will do that. Ban- thank you. Bandwagon is like oh, I, w- I want one. I do. Like you just saw, he just saw it. I kind of want it, and he's like, oh wow, Mark D. How many metal body cameras? I mean, you have a few. I mean, yeah. you have a bunch of cameras. Yeah. Well, I have one of each of the ones that he does, and then I have a couple of spares of each. Oh one. my god! <laughs> but just that. And you like shooting raw I had, film. I had a bunch of 450s that I sold when they announced they were discontinuing film just to, just to get rid of them. But, yeah, I still have a bunch of them. I love shooting pack film, and I like 
Yeah, I would use it. I'd replace the knobs, but I would use it. <laughs> guy with the knobs. You are a one, again with the knobs. One in ten people would have the issue that you're having. Uh, no, no, not even that. No, not, not that high. You don't think? It's well, like one in twenty people. It's like when I'm watching when I'm watching a sci-fi movie and they pull out their laser gun and I'm like, ah, oh, the laser gun is clearly like a, a lady chick razor with a you know a Nerf gun stuck to the side of it. Like it annoys me to recognize where something comes from when it's being machined as well as this. That, yeah. So just to use some. Uh, no, no offense, Norman. This is a really beautiful design. I just, it's just your, that's your hang-up. I want your like own some custom hang-up. knobs on mine that match the, match I, the I guitar. Could, match I could say John Fideli. <laughs> match the pickups. the guitar. There is no one on the planet other than Mark D who would have complained about the knobs. Exactly. You no think? one. That's why no. I'm saying don't listen to me. Like, Not even I Eddie Van even, Halen? I didn't even, when I saw the knobs, I was like, oh, look, I, to me, he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, like, that's you know, what I said. I'm cool. like, they're nice. They're, they're small because Wait, they're close to the viewfinder. I just had a revelation. This is, this is a legitimate revelation. You know oh, what it geez. is I don't like about those knobs? What? In the world of guitars, if you know as much about guitars that I do, those are the exact knobs that come on a really cheap uh, Chinese guitar. guitar. No. That's what it is. It's not that they're... They come on, yes, they come on a really cheap Chinese guitar, a really good 3D printed 120 back. Exactly. See, that's, I have to get my head around that. But I'd rather have this knob than a 3D printed plastic knob. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, but I have, a, I have a good collection of vintage like record player knobs that would look so super cool. So you that. could swap it out. They're, I'm going They to. might be too big, though. Don't even get to talking to me about shafts, man. Uh, shaft. Uh, when we come back, Just we'll talk, talk about, about shaft. Just talk about shafts. Watch your mouth. When we come back, we'll talk about a few, a few this and that, and then uh, we'll be going. Brought to you by Polaroid, makers of the new Polaroid color pack camera at half the price of the original model. And by Old Gold Filters, flavors that never came through a filter before. And by new Bravo Floor Wax, so tough you can wash it with detergent. Polaroid introduces an economy model of the famous color pack camera for half the price of the original. Same great film. Same fast loading. Same electric eye. Yet it's half the price of the original model. You get the same beautiful color prints in 60 seconds, black and white in 10, in the same big size. Yet it's half the price of the original model. Isn't it your turn to own a Polaroid color pack camera? Hey, we're back. Oh! Uh, so what do you got there? You got another letter? I got one more letter. You should of, cut out all one, the knob complaints, too. One more, okay. one more letter of love. This is from uh, Tom Heckhouse. Okay. Pronounced Heckhouse. Hello, Mike and the entire FPP gang. It's Sunday, January 5th, and I have my 73rd what? birthday coming up soon. Happy, happy birthday. Yes. Um, I just want to wish you and the gang a very happy, healthy film new year. I'm looking forward to the first 2020 podcast, and I finally got my Kony Omega Rapid 200 from Weber's, who gave it a complete overhaul, and I'm looking forward to shooting with it. This is the first 2020 podcast, and that's his letter. Yes. So how... You're on the ball. Five days ago. That's amazing. You're on the ball. So on the ball. Uh, Thanks also for the C41 kit, which I ordered and received quickly. Yes. Best of luck. Sincerely, Tom Heckhouse in wonderful North Carolina. Very nice. Oh, and one last thing. Look, this we have a card there. Oh, really? This is a tradition at the FPP. Ooh. To read the card from Lynn and Bill. Lynn and Bill Lowy. Lowy. That's right. They got uh, they got bikes this year, apparently. Like motorcycles. Are they are they both bike riders? Like bikes as bicycles. They are now motorcycles. motorcycles. 
What's he got? They're riding bikes. I knew that the, they. I knew nice. that Bill was rough and tumble. Yeah. Triumph, and uh, she's got a no. looks like a little Harley. I like the Triumph, Bill, and it's purple. You got a purple, yeah. purple oh. Triumph. I dig that. Yeah, he's badass. You know what? He is. You know what? It is badass. Do you know why? Because they have Triumphs and Harleys. Yeah. Okay. That's not kidding around. Yeah, they're not kidding around. They're going American. Can we say Triumph is American? <laughs> no. Triumph is American. British? Yeah, it's British. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> Serious. When Same. we're in, the, we go to the UK. No one's going to make any faces at us. No. If we go anywhere else, I don't. I don't. I don't want to have this conversation with you. <laughs> no. Unbelievable. Oh, folks, the world. What's wrong with the world? Oh, it's people like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else you got? That's it. Uh, well, there's a few other things. I don't think we're going to get to it today because we've got to go. But uh, really quick, I'll do. I'll go over it in more detail uh, in the future. But uh, uh, folks out there who are new to film, well, firstly, before I say that, uh, our two films, Retrochrome 400 and DerevPan 400, are available in camera stores nationwide thanks yes. to the fine folks at Roberts Distribution. Great guys. They do a wonderful job. So if you see a roll of Retrochrome 400, DrevPan 400, please do pick up a roll. Or, of course, you can get it from filmphotographystore.com. What are the sto- what's the name of that one big franchise that sells, like, Instax Minis? They're like, a, they're like an outdoor store? They sell records. Oh, um... What's the, what's the name uh, of that store? Abercrombie or one of those? Like, yeah, it's no, something Urban, like that. Out- Urban Outfitters. Yeah, Urban yeah. Outfitters. you got to get an Urban Outfitters. All right. Hear that guy? Hear okay. that? You hear that, boys, up in yeah. Syracuse? Yeah, see. You need to get our stuff in Zerbin's outfitters. Yeah, see, or there's going to be trouble. See. So, new generation shooting film, and new generation, um, and it's fine. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. You know, <clears throat> not harshing. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything. <laughs> no. I mean, some basics like don't open the back of your camera. I'm talking about basic. Yeah. Well, it's so, all new. It's all new, and there's no one around to teach him except you, Mike. This. <laughs> Lots of Kodak Kodachrome on, on eBay. Kodachrome. And folks, you know, they buy it. They're excited. Kodachrome. And they folks just don't know that developing Can't do it. was stopped. I, like I had someone email me saying, hey, where can I get this developed? And I, and I said, well, developing ended in 2010. I put mm-hmm. a link to the news story. Right. Da, da, da. And they, oh, they're like, oh, thanks so much. I'll, there's, I'll, there's a major motion picture about it. <laughs> they said, oh, thanks. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll search around elsewhere. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not getting it. Stupid. You're not understanding. Kodak Kodachrome was a unique color film that had its own UniQ processing, own chemicals, a unique, own- fabulously complicated, deadly right. process. Yeah. For the last three years, Duane's has been the only place on earth that develops Kodak's legendary Kodachrome film. A favorite of professionals, Kodachrome has produced some famous images and many more that just mean a lot to the families that took them. In the 50s and 60s, millions of people went on vacation and shot that on Kodachrome slides. Known for their warm color and rich detail and sharpness, it was said that Kodachrome slides could last more than a hundred years, all due to the complicated developing process. That's the thing that made Kodachrome unique, and I think really it's the thing that's killing it now. A year ago, Kodak stopped making the film and the chemicals to develop it. Now the supply at Duane's is almost gone. You cannot get it done. That was done, finished, washed up in 2010. So what to do? Well, you need to, to find Doctor Who, get in the TARDIS, well, and go back to two thousand nine. What I mean, there there are t- two prongs to Kodachrome. And oh. pr- so what to do? 
Well, number one, if you have the film and it's not shot, don't shoot it. It's really the whole exercise of well, shooting. Well, what are you supposed to not do? I mean, shoot it and develop it in black and white, right? Is that what you do? Yeah, but... Um, you can, so but what terrible. What else are you going well, to do with terrible. it? Just throw it You've out done there. it, right, yes. Mark? I've done it. Because it's on like a really thick yellow <clears throat> base. So even if you develop it in black and white, it looks like complete shit. Well, then why you would barely you even use it. So what are you going to hold on to it? Hoping that somebody's going to crack the chemical formula yes. and start re... Uh, I have seen some threads possessing. of folks. Well, you could put it in the back of a freezer processing. if you wanted to. But just even if they did come out with something, what are you going to do? There have it? been some folks talking about cracking the formula, coming up with their own. Stop. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It's People very cool. People will die trying I think to it's, figure it out. Yeah, I think it's very cool if you're going to try to DIY it. Great. More power to you. But let's not confuse people. People are confused enough on social media. <laughs> it's true. So it's essentially impossible. Yeah. The reason to develop Kodak it may as well be the reason to develop Kodak Kodachrome, whether it's still film or movie film, is if you are rummaging through, a, you know, your 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 family's estate and you find a roll of film that has not been developed. Then, then in what? my opinion, it's worth processing because you can maybe capture some. Images from mm-hmm. a family function that didn't exist, especially if it's movie film. Yeah. And we just processed in-house uh, two rolls of Kodak Kodachrome double eight film. Yeah. And this is a, it was a great example because one roll was black and white, terrible, but visible. So the images were clear. You could see what's going on. It was oh, really? It's very grainy. Okay. Then the other roll was practically unwatchable. Yeah. And that had to do with a uh, year of manufacture and how the film was stored. Yeah. So so it was like what high contrast? It was uh, the grains were the size of your head. Really? I was going to say the grain was the size of his beard. <laughs> Beard's almost bigger than my head, right? Yeah. Now. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Get away from my car! <laughs> <laughs> Next time we'll talk about the Yashica Eight. Uh, my current favorite. Camera. Oh, hey, you know who we heard from? Who? Our good friends at Third Man Records. Oh, what do you mean our good friends? I didn't know we were good friends with them. Yeah, of Isn't course that Jack we are. White? What do they yeah. want to do? Third Man Records in Austin, they have a dark room. Do they? Yes. That's awesome. So, uh, I don't have a letter, sadly, but a, a, um, a kind gent from Third Man Records in Austin said, hey, be cool to have, you know, to work with you guys on a film. You know, like a... a a film. Shooting a film. So we had a correspondence back and forth. I have to follow up with those folks. And then um, I got a Christmas card from them. Oh, that's sweet. That's very nice. He's got, awesome. an old, he's got a working uh, photo booth, too. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. If you go to oh. YouTube and type in Third Man Records, there's a few news pieces where like a news guy goes around the shop yeah. to see all the cool retro stuff that still works, like the, the photo booth. And the, and the, the phono booth, right? Yes. You, you know, can make your own record. Yeah, I was at the. I was Neil Young the, did a whole record in there. I was at the Whitney Museum in New York City this past summer, and you go to the gift shop when you're done looking at the museum, and you can buy like a Whitney pen for thirty dollars, or you can buy a Whitney keychain for like sixty dollars. But in the corner of the gift shop, they have an original black and white dip and dunk photo booth. Wow! And it's like five bucks. I was like, that was my That's favorite ridiculous. souvenir I got at the Whitney. It was actually using a real dip and dunk. The mm. pictures came out three minutes later all wet. Wow. It was awesome. That's awesome. It's my favorite souvenir. All right. Podcast oh, at filmphotographyproject.com <laughs> And uh, well, really quick before we go, because haven't, we haven't seen Mark D. 
Have you tried? Oh, wait. I got gifts. Hold on. Oh, have you tried the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich? I'm not a fan of Popeye's. It's, you know what? It's funny because the whole thing we talked about with Darren, I find Popeye's to be too expensive. You can't really? get out of there for lunch for less than $9. I don't like it. Really? Yeah, I don't Well, like Darren it. can't experience that because they have no Popeye's here's, in Here's Mark's England. gift. Oh, Bob yeah. Ross cereal. Bob Ross cereal. Here's Mike's gifts. Oh! Here's the records. Hold on. And I got the latest edition of uh, Classic Rock with a very zombie-like looking rubber plant. Four is next if you're having trouble. Yes. Line? One, two, three. Line? Oh, wow. So Five, sire. Now, is that actual Bob Ross cereal? Yes, it was in uh, Hot Topic or GameStop, one of those places. Now, are you look, at all the, look at all the marshmallow shapes. It's got happy little trees, happy little accidents. <laughs> happy little accidents. <laughs> Almighty mountains, guiding star, rainbow hearts, charming little cabins, and lovely little bushes. And Yes, are, lovely. Did you actually know that this existed? I didn't. You didn't? I saw it in the store, and I'm like, I, I knew Mark likes his cereal, so... Are you going to eat the cereal, or just keep it on your shelf? I'm going to eat the you gotta hell re- out of it. you got to review it. Of course I'm going to eat it. Oh, what is that? Oh, FYE it was in. It's a FYE exclusive. If you see another box, can you buy one for me? <laughs> do, do you shop at FYE? You had a, no, re- but you had a relationship with them, didn't you? Yes. From the distribution yes. company days. So? Ask them, just go and steal a box of cereal. Say, hey, hey, remember me? And John bought for me three record albums. A Very Merry Christmas, Volume 4, produced exclusively for Grants. Is that a gas station record or something? Yep, mm-hmm. uh, a department Grant's store. Grants department oh. store, yeah. It started at Goodyear. Went and to then, Firestone. Yeah, uh, good, no, it went, went to Goodyear, then it went to Firestone. It sucks, right? Goodyear, they started a revolution, and then everyone mimicked them. Yeah, that's what happens. Some bitch. Mock them. <laughs> Next one is this one's very generic. Oh, Christmas greetings by the A and P Company. Yeah, Atlantic no, and Pacific. Never wow. saw that one. Defunct. No, they're not. Yeah, they're out of biz. They're out of biz. Out of biz. Yeah, they sold. They oh sold no, they're Acme now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I was shopping there until last not year. only that, Mark. They took they took down Pathmark with them. Pathmark. Pathmark was a dingy hole. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it really was. And then here there's is no Shoprite. I'm not saying it's Shoprite. 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 And here's one worst. of the originals. Do uh, you have that one? I saw I saw a mouse eating an avocado at a Shoprite. Great songs of Christmas by great artists of our time. Let's see if we know any of them. Uh, oh, I see Johnny Mathis there. Mathis, Dreisand, Conniff, Eli Wallach, Pablo Casal. <laughs> is that Ronald Reagan in the bottom left? No, that's uh, Jan Pierce. The well. King Family, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. The King Family was the big. New Christie Minstrels. Oh, the New Christie Minstrels, I know. Uh, Lawrence Tip-toe and Gourmet. Tulips. Lawrence and Gourmet. Steve Lawrence. Mahilda Jackson. Percy Faith. Oh, it's Bing Cherry and Bing Ch- Bing Dingy. <laughs> <laughs> Bing Dingle. <laughs> Bing Ding a Ring. <laughs> no David Bowie on there, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we'll 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 leave here with some new hits from Darren. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. You have to believe in yourself. You can't just accept what other people say all the time. Otherwise, you become them, and not yourself. 
This race will never end But the end will come 